What's going on, my people? Thank you for tuning in to On The Lockout. I'm a million percent grateful. There's been a lot going on, not only in the media, social media, the news, all over the world itself. Sometimes as human beings, we could go through things and we don't share them with nobody. But if you're going through something in your life right now, just know that things shall get better. I know it's easier said than done. You're probably like, yeah, right. You don't even know what I'm going through. But maybe I do. And if you check out our main channel on all major audio and streaming platforms on the lockout or on the tube, the link's under the description where you can contact me and talk to me on the one-on-one -on -one basis via your microphone, via your phone, or what have you. That's my Discord private server that I've had for numerous of years. You could tune in, talk to me, or talk to other people that may be lonely just like you. Have you ever thought about opening a podcast channel? or actual channel, video format, just do it. If you're waiting for other people to support your dream, then you're going to stay waiting because they called your dreams for a reason. Now let's get to the rest of this show. I just wanted you to understand that I love you, I'm here for you, and I'm a million percent grateful until the day we disappear, die, and the Almighty Father takes us, is lockout. Fam, the family for life. We family around here. Facts. So now I wanted to talk a little bit with the something that's been major news all over and I've been seeing a lot of media outlets post on it and that's Envy, right? DJ Envy and this whole situation with the scamming of the people and doing the people wrong, yada, yada, yada. Now, here's the thing when it comes to that. A long time ago when Envy first brought this fella on and he said he looks like us, he dresses like us because he is us, I wanted to say something then. And I wanted to be like, Envy, you're about to go to jail. But I held on to it because I didn't want people to be like, you know, I don't know. I'm always one to tell people to say what you feel and all that and what's going through your mind. But I held on to that one, if I'm not mistaken. I think I probably said it. Did I say it? Did I say it to you? I think I said it like on one or two other platforms, but not like on our bigger platforms. I don't think I did. And it was because sometimes the tube and all I could take it like you kind of sort of bullying or, or defaming somebody. And uh, people like to do a lot of courts and lawsuits and all that. But if DJ Envy does get convicted of these crimes of stealing money from people like kind of sort of like a ponzi scheme you're gonna do it like a hundred years so this is changes law for all content creators as a whole for letting people up in their platform if you're making big well-known companies like iHeartRadio, the breakfast club and all that pay for it and like they responsible for having envy on their show and Envy being irresponsible himself and using his celebrity status to deceive and connive the people out money and making them lose everything they worked so hard for in their life. You know, some of these people, their last $80,000 were invested. Like, didn't stay without a dollar. Sometimes as human beings, we can make the craziest and most stupidest of moves thinking that it's going to better or change our life because you believe in this one individual. I never wanted to be the guy that lied to people, so I try to practice that in my everyday affairs, that whatever happens, don't never lie to your audience. 
And I've kept my word with that. And whoever knows me and been tuned in for years will know, like, we never lie on the lockout or any one of my other platforms. My tech channels, all that, we always honest. My tech channel is Tech for Rec, T-E-C-H, the number four, and R-E-C, where I show you the microphones, the webcams, the cameras, whatever I'm using that you could get. There's a bang for your buck so that you don't break the bank. I did that already. So I try products that are no good, and I let you know this was no good. Don't waste your money on this one. But this one was official. Sometimes the one that cost $10 worked a 1,000% better than the one that cost me $400. So I do that for my audience to make content and because it's something that keeps me occupied and out of trouble, and I'll spend four, five, $5,000 any day to stay out of prison. It's worth it. But you know what's really worth it? Me and you, we worth it. So that's why I do that. Facts. So now, in the days to follow, we had news like the priests. You know, and it makes you think, and, and this is something that's been going on for years, for decades around our world. We just get to see it now and like see it like so blatantly and vividly like, wow, these people are doing this in the world. These people are bad. But this is something that's been going on for years. It's just we was never able to actually see it like so consistently based on the mere fact that there was. Well, even if when there was an Internet, you probably wasn't on it. Now that you on it, you see everything. But you got to be careful on what's real and what's real fake. There's more fake videos out there than real. You'll see a guy slap a girl, plang, in the video, choke her, but you're not getting the learning experience. They might not put it in that part like that. Or somebody might have edited that video and just showed you a 10-second snip of the actual full video. Sometimes we come into people's platforms and we just watch the beginning of a video, get up tight, go comment, curse the brother out. Now, I say we so people can feel better, but I don't comment nothing bad on nobody's comment section. There was somebody going around with my name or my platform profiles doing that. That's not me. You could just tap on that. And if it takes you to my platforms and he don't have over 20,000 subscribers, it's common sense. That's not me. But I've seen people on numerous occasions say, this guy be commenting crazy stuff in people's section. Bro, <laughs> I would never do that. Number one, as a YouTube partner, in the partner program, respectfully and humbly, as an Amazon affiliate and an Amazon influencer, as a podcaster and a broadcaster, known on hundreds of major audio and streaming platforms, you can Google on the lockout. What I say is always factual, but I say all that to say that they will shut you off. You're not allowed to do that. Facts. So even if I wanted to, I wouldn't say nothing super wrong to you unless it's on my platform. But going from channel to channel to, now nah, YouTube tells us you're cheating with that. You over there trying to get subs. So sometimes when you see these guys and they got awesome content and you're like, bro, he never grows. Go check if your boy's one of them dudes that's commenting everywhere like a cockroach. Because YouTube will not allow him to grow because they know. What you did last summer. With that being said, let's move right on. So the priests go. 
and there's a big scandal going on at Walmart, Targets, or Home Depot mainly. Home Depot mainly. And the feds start doing their investigation on this theft. And it's in the millions of dollars. I'm talking about, at times, even $70 million, it was stated. When they trace it all back, it's a priest that's the main man. But it was not no surprise to me. All my life since I've been a child, I remember priests being caught up in every scandal that you could ever think of when analyzed by the proper authorities. Sometimes you don't want to be like, damn, the priest? But yeah, sometimes people in high-powered places are the first people to do crime. We always look to the guy, have you been arrested before? Yeah, and now the cop wants to mess with that guy more. That should be illegal. Because the chances of you putting something on him and writing it in a, in a way where it sticks, that guy's never going to get out of jail again. Meanwhile, you just let the guy that's never been arrested, you look them up, you say, yo, get out of here. And he's the one that's really doing the crime. Because we all understand in the streets and the gutter and the slums that, yo, you never been arrested, my dude. You shoot him. They're going to give you probation. If I'm lying, I'm dying. So the people that are more willingly and easily to commit crime are those that never been arrested for a crime. These are just facts. Now, I know that people feel like, but that's the person's M.O. If they used to rob, they're going to come back out and rob again. Mm, the chances are rare unless he has like nothing to do in life and he's just a straight loser. But who's not fighting to correct their life and their wrongs and make them right? I know I am. And I did a lot of bad things. Will I rob again? Will I put a gun in somebody's mouth again? I have the ability to. Is that what I want to do? Of course not. I'm trying to live a straight and narrow path as hard as it can be. So I make videos. I make content. I work at Amazon. Not for Amazon. For myself. But I don't take none of it as a job. It's all been a win to me. Whether I make $5, whether I make $100,000. Is a win when you're supposed to be dead a long time ago. I don't know if you understand kind of sort of my story, but in order to understand my story, you need to go back from the beginning. You see, I started making content with a phone. And at the same token, while I seen I was growing, I started telling people, you too could do the same. Your dream job is in the palm of your hands. I started understanding mathematically that this is starting to make sense. Because I was broke yesterday, and now I have a few dollars. And if I can make $2, I can make $20. And if I can make $20, I can make $40. So my life went on. I kept telling my stories. I went from a phone to a laptop. I went from a laptop to buying a graphics card and start to save the pieces to finally get into computer building and build my own computer. That was a dream. A goal. As time went on, within the next 30 days, my life would change completely to a point where I was even surprised. I bought the graphics card that day that I cried. I paid $175 for a used graphics card that a college kid had used for about 30 days. I couldn't be happier in my life. For the, one of the first times in my life that I could remember not being under the influence, 
not hanging out 24-11 in the streets. I bought something. Then when you looked at it, people said, what's that? And that alone was a great feeling that you didn't know what I was holding in the palm of my hand. But that same graphics card was generating billions of dollars worldwide for other people just like you and me. So now I got the graphics card. We got to turn this into something. I still needed the power supply, the motherboard, the processor, the case, the cabling, the RAM sticks, the paste, lots of things. I went on to spend a few thousand dollars on my first computer built, built by me. Where did I learn how to build the computers? In the very same place where I wanted to be, where I was posting, what I was seeing. I seen other people build their computers. I put it together and I made my own style of computer building. Boom. And then we funded Tech for Rec. Where we bring people that come from where we come from and all walks of life. And tell them we're here to help you learn what I've learned throughout my travels on the internet. Do these methods work? They gotta work. Today I could happily say that I've been viewed over and downloaded over 30 million times worldwide as a whole, combined with all my platforms. Just last night when I woke up, I had 19,900 and something subs, I think 50. When I woke up, it was at 20,019. I don't know what it is now. I don't constantly look. But when I look and I'm posting, the magic happens. We're the only destroyers of our own destiny and our dreams. It's simple mathematics for complicated people. You grow when you work the same way as a human being. You only change when you work on change. And then your life starts to change where you don't even notice it. It's like magic from up above. So, the day where I'm at, mathematically speaking, respectfully and humbly, I spent over $30,000 on tech equipment. My studio setup for content creation, looking like World Disney in certain times. But it's a place of happiness. When I come in there, I know I could either podcast, make a video, make gaming content, or I could go outside and still be in a content frame of mind. My whole life today revolved around content. You see, I went from being a full-fledged gang member, a member of the almighty Latin king and queen nation, banging on the ops 24-7. If you violate it, you got violated to telling people that there's a better way. I went from selling crack, selling dope, even indulging in drugs. I went from homelessness to living in a beautiful place. All because I said enough is enough. I no longer want to be in the devil's grips. So I spent my time today telling people there's a better way. We no longer have to go to jail. Yeah, it may not be overnight. But if you make content that matters, you're going to reach somebody. You just can't give up. This is like anything else. 
You're going to post a video. There's going to be 100 people that love it. There's going to be 100 people that don't love it. The people that don't love it, you don't need them. You keep it moving. You're worried about those that are there for you and you're there for them. You don't have to be in love with the people that watch you. You don't have to tell a story of hope, prosperity, or none of that. Your platform doesn't have to be a church. You could talk and do what you want. I just choose to have a message that we all could change. Only because I come from such a destructive environment where my life was unmanageable. I fell in love with something else besides the streets, besides drugs, besides the gang life. I filled that empty void of whatever it was with making content. By the time I come to see the day is over, it's time to go to sleep. And I'm like, God, there's not enough hours in the day. And the next day I get up and I do it all over again. If God grants me the opportunity to wake up, I let him know I'm grateful by not doing crime. Doing crime is easy for me. Making content and consistently being a podcaster and a YouTuber, a content creator, that is the hardest thing I ever did in my life, although I make it look easy. So if you ask me today, what did I learn the most out of this besides computer building, technology, cables? I never bought a computer that was already built. And I've made thousands of dollars building computers for other people. And I not one time went to a computer school. I never even met a computer teacher, none of that. And it takes me less than 27 minutes, 30 minutes tops to build you a full top state-of-the-art computer. So, I knew there was something better that I could have did with my life besides be a loser, a gang member, a drug dealer, a drug addict, a dude that's been a Rikers Island a million times, fighting for the phone, standing up for his people. I just didn't want that to be my life. Like, boy, was thorough. Well, boy, was a punk. I know I didn't just want those stories. I wanted it to be like, you remember him? Yo, some, he was wild, but yo, he changed his life. Boy was building computers. He was into technology, taking keyboards apart, customizing them. I wanted to leave a real legacy, but not that of a gangster, of a street punk. Very few people give that credit. It's just so sad that it seems like it's most of the world that does if you look around. I wanted my name to be known when people look back to it as a learning experience. Something somewhat of an educational situation. Transformation. Something that people would think that it was even impossible. But I made it possible. To the point where it felt magical when you turn on them lights and everything worked. The feeling is unexplainable. 
it just feels right. Like you're doing the right thing. When young kids and older people tell me, yo, I watch every video. You inspired me. I got gang members hitting me up in my chat, in my personal life. You inspire me, bro. Look at my setup. I spent $8,000 on this shit. And I'm happy. Because I know he could have bought guns with that $8,000. As long as your bills are paid and all that, you buying technology is to better your life. You either could just play with it all day, make videos all day and not post them. But you also have the ability to make a million dollars with that same equipment. It's just totally up to you. That, I got no say. There's nothing I could do about that for you. But I could show you the way if you really pay attention. So basically, sometimes I just make this type of talk because I'll be feeling this way. And, and, and it helps me keep it green for me. And it helps me say, damn, boy, you come a long way. There's not a day in my life that goes by that I don't want to go outside and, like, do wrong. Because I'm so accustomed to it. And for probably no reason whatsoever, I just want to be in the mix and everything. But I know what that comes with. Not that I don't go outside. I'm talking about going outside and doing wrong. Our wrongs may not be the same, you get it? When I was waking up every day, putting a gun at somebody, or putting them in the headlock and robbing them and taking all their money, even though I already had money. But there was no room for the run out. We don't run out of money. Today I run out of money. You know why? I understand how to be human. These are things of life. There's no need to panic. There's no need to go too crazy. You just got to fall back and figure it out. I don't spend my time on the internet browsing and looking for gossip and what people are saying, not even if it's about me. I only tune in to that content that can help me be a better me. Educational, motivational, and a few laughs would take you a long way. For gangsters to be thuggish, to tell gang stories, that's something I do myself from time to time. So I don't know what them other so-called creators are doing when they telling their stories from prison or jail because I don't tune in. And only because when somebody's saying something, then they bring up the old me and I want to say something back to him. And not everybody is ready for an honest response or for something to happen in real time. So I know it's also like it comes with problems. So I stick to my code and I follow my lane because I created my own lane. I never will guide anyone that tunes into me in the wrong direction. That's always been on my mind. Because I know that people look to me, whether you that's listening, probably if you're a good dude, then you understand. If you're a hater, then it is what it is, right? But whether you understand it or not, 
I get these messages on a daily basis, at times by the hundreds. How I make people's days. How people look forward from hearing my voice and giving them motivation and inspiration on being a better person. How I change, help change their life and business and whatever they was doing. And that feeling that I get from that is unreplaceable with monies. It's, it's like a weird feeling of happiness. It's like, almost like I feel like crying, but it's like a, a cry out of joy. Just to know that not everybody sees me anymore as just a street nigga. <laughs>